Harvesters. Welcome to the Harvest Podcast. I'm your host, T. James, and we'll plant seeds in our healing garden. Here, we'll grow into self-discovery, self-love, and self-worth. Let's start this growing season. Welcome back, Harvesters. Welcome back to another episode of the Harvest Podcast. I am T. Janes, the creator of the Harvest and the Harvest Podcast, and I welcome you back so that we can plant seeds for healing and growing. Thank you for my returning listeners. Thank you guys for holding me down. And I see that I have picked up some new listeners within the past couple days and weeks um, with these episodes and with the return. That rattling you heard was me taking off those loud ass bracelets that I always seem to forget to take off before I'm about to record. But nonetheless, they are off. So you will not hear the rat tat tat of those through um, throughout this podcast. Well, at least I hope not, child. But if you do, hey, just act like there's some rockers in the fucking background. Okay. But as I digress, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. I hope y'all didn't expect anything last time still. The same old funny ass tea. Even though some people think that you can't be um, spiritual and, and still cuss. Mm-hmm, I can. Um, and I do. Although I am trying to clean up my act a little bit. Um, you know, just to be a little bit more ladylike. But fuck that. So thank y'all for coming back and listening to this episode. I'd greatly appreciate it. Both new and returning listeners. Thank you guys for the support. And speaking of support, please make sure that you guys are liking, following, and sharing this podcast to anybody whom you think might need to plant some seeds within their own healing garden with um, with this podcast. I just want you to know I am not a licensed professional. I do have a degree in psychology. I am not a practicing therapist, nor do I have a license. Again, I am just reporting my life and what's happened since my spiritual awakening, which prompted um, me going down this spiritual journey. And it's been exciting. It's been scary. It's been enlightening. I've learned so much about myself over time that... The more and more I continue to grow, the more I want to share it. And the more I want people to understand that even though, you know, you are on a spiritual journey, everything is not always going to be roses. You are going to have those days where it's not going to be great. Or you may have days where you just don't feel like talking to anybody. And I I realize now I'm enjoying my solitude so much more. And it's not so much that I don't want to be around people or that I'm upset about anything. So I just, I enjoy being, I, I enjoy being alone right now. I enjoy spending time by myself because I'm getting to learn more about myself. Now, that's not to say that I don't miss having companionship or, you know, intimacy, being able to spend time with others. I miss that a lot. And I'm not even just talking about like with the opposite sex, just with my close friends in general. Like I miss having them around. I miss I miss community. And while, you know, we have social media, nothing is like that face-to-face physical interaction. And I miss that. I need a hug. I need a hug. I need a fucking hug, okay? I want to be embraced. I want to be held. I want to be told it's going to be okay. Even if they don't believe that it is, just tell me it's going to be all right in that moment while we're standing there. I just need an embrace, okay? And a massage and a booty rub and my coochie ate. But anyway, we love the support. I love the support. I'm grateful for the support. And I hope that you continue to show the support 
And you can still do that by coming by becoming a monthly subscriber as well. It's a small amount that you can pay for however you choose to do so. But it'll help me in supporting this podcast so that I can continue to bring these awesome episodes, that I can create more content. There's so many more things that I want to do. And I want to be able to bring that to fruition. Not saying that it won't because anything that I speak into fruition will happen as it did. The other day, I manifested some whole groceries, y'all. Or somebody paying for my groceries. I'll say that. But we'll get into that in a minute. But um, anything I want, I can manifest. So I manifest that I will receive those subscribers that will continue to support the harvest as they are supporting themselves by planting those seeds in their own healing garden. And with supporting those in their healing garden, I have some amazing soul sisters that I want to promote their businesses right now. Um, they are both into tarot and on their spiritual paths, just as I am, um, Vaughn and Rocky. I know you've heard me speak about them before. I promoted some of their stuff before. And if you follow me on Instagram or follow any of us on Instagram, you see that we have done the shadow work circle together, which we will be bringing back. And oh my gosh, they are just so amazing, two amazing beings. And to see the growth in their evolution evolution from the time that I've met them, and I want to say maybe it's about two years or so, I think so, um, just to see, and we've all you know been down our own different paths, but just the closeness that we've been able to have over these past couple months, I truly appreciate it because one, I've definitely learned about friendships and how to be a better friend by learning through the new relationships that I've been connected with over time. And that's really been helpful for me because there's been times where I didn't really know how to be a good friend, a partner, a daughter, aunt. And, you know, there are certain things that are teaching me to be able to to do this. And I'm I'm truly, truly grateful for that. So with that, um, all of their information is going to be in the show notes, but they are offering, you know, spiritual consults and some readings that I think that you were going to, you're going to want to get your hands on. And, um, you know, you're supporting the community and they're black. So why wouldn't you want to? And with that, I want you to make sure that you check the info in my show notes as all of their all of their information will be listed there. And you can go ahead and you can tap into their services. And if you've seen any of their lives, especially Vaughn's and Rockies, when I tell you like they talk their shits, they talk their shit. And I stand 100% behind everything that they do because a lot of the things, the readings that they've done for me have come to fruition. That's why like the people that you have near and dear in your life, if you are able to support one another, really, really do it because you get to see all of your evolution take off just from the support that you give one another. And I truly stand behind them and all of my my tribe, you know, and those I'm connected with. So as we uh, we roll into... The what did I learn this week segment. <laughs> I'm going to take me a nice little breath and I'm going to get me some water. And I suggest you guys do the same because, y'all, we are only six minutes in and your girl is already dry. Not so much dry in the sense that, um, like, like a desert. I'm just thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Okay. With that, um, what did I learn this week? God damn. Mm. There's actually been a lot of lessons that I learned this week, but this week in Coda, I since since it's the it was the last Saturday of the month, the topic is was the leader's choice. And so she chose to, you know, that we discussed our successes that we 
we talk about some of the things that we've been successful in. And I can honestly say that I'm grateful for being able to set a boundary with my family um, and just being able to separate myself from, from what I'm not directly connected or related to while I've let my, you know, that family member know that I'm still going to be there 100% to support them, that they're going to be, have to walk through this and be able to, to heal this on their own, because that is just a whole level of healing that needs to, to take place. And, um, I hope that, I hope that it takes place. And I told my mom the other day, I said the whole damn family needs therapy. Y'all need therapy. And I wasn't saying that like in a judgmental way, but it's just, there's so many things that we have yet to untackle, untackle. And I mean, unpack, damn, that we have yet to unpack, that we've yet to, you know, explore. And I'm the only one that's doing it on my end and healing that. And I get, you know, everybody's journey is their own, but unless we start to shed some light on a lot of the issues that's continuing like it's just the cycles are continuing to repeat they are and I don't want I don't want my niece or my nephew to be the last people within this immediate family to continue to create that cycle with their own families I am the cycle breaker for my generation and I want my niece or my nephew or both of them to be the cycle breakers for their generation. I just hope that I'm that light that shines so brightly that they are able to recognize and see the right, the resources that are readily available to them. I pray and I hope so. Cause I know every day that I walk, I, I'm not perfect. I have my days that I struggle, that I still struggle. I still have days where it's hard for me to communicate my feelings, hell to even for me to even understand what emotion I'm feeling at that moment, but I've gotten so much better at tapping into where it's coming from and why I feel the way that I feel. I have, I'm grateful for this journey and for what it's taught me. And I'm not going to ever turn back to the way things were before because that is, this it's not, it's not conducive to anybody and definitely not conducive to me, but with all that being said, we are going to go ahead and get into episode 33 today as we are talking about knowing who to go to in your friend circle. The past episode, we talked about, you know, who our person was. So we're going to get into who we can go to in that circle, you know? So I hope you do enjoy today's episode and whatever you are able to take away from it. Please make sure you leave the meat, take the meat and leave the bones. If it does not apply, let it fly. I don't know why I always seem to get that first part mixed up because, I mean... And you're going to lead a meat. You ain't going to lead a meat. You're going to take the meat and lead the bones. But you get what the fuck I was saying out of everything. I hope so. Anyway. And with that, enjoy the episode. Get your notebook, your pen, water, wine, beer, juice, whatever whatever you need to get through this podcast. Whatever you are catching this podcast, I hope that it finds you well. And let's go ahead and get into it. So the last episode, we talked about, you know, creating a safe space and being able to have that space to be vulnerable, to be transparent, just to have, you know, that type of space where it's needed. This week, um, we are going to talk about who you go to within that circle, um, you know, with the, the last episode, with knowing who your person is 
And even we got into, you know, how I managed my own friendships over the years and just some things that I've learned from from those friendships and how I handle them. This week, we get to really tap into that inner circle that we've now created for ourselves with the people that we want in our lives that were meant to be there, you know, that tribe, that soul circle, whomever those people are that, you know, you've created that space for in your life now. And, you know, we have those specific friends that we go to, you know, with certain friends, like we have that ratchet friend where you know that you can always cut the fuck up and that, you know, they're always with the shits. You have like the intellectual friend, the profound friend that you can have those deep, meaningful conversations. And not to say that you can't have them with your ratchet friend, but nine times out of 10, the main thing y'all are going to be doing, you know, you're going to be, you know, shooting the shit, but you have, you know, that other friend where you can have those types of the person that makes you think that forces you to think outside of the box you have the business minded friend where you know if you're in just business related things things that's going to help to build and to help you to grow then you have your your weirdo you have your typical weirdo where you two are just weird with each other you guys laugh at the simplest shit you know that you can have like really out there conversations with one another So with that, you know, you're building who your friend circle is, you know, you have those different layers and each person is able to tap into that vulnerability and transparency with you just as you are with them. And so that's how you're able to develop that circle, that tribe that you know that you've always wanted. I know who to go to for certain things specifically and all like all of them are interchangeable. I know that I can have you know, those ratchet moments with my, you know, my business savvy person. I know that I can probably have, you know, intellectual conversations with my weirdo friend. So a lot of these relationships are very interchangeable. But one thing that I've learned from me is that all of my relationships are interdependent. I've now been able to grow into having those interdependent relationships instead of the codependent relationships because I did used to be codependent on my friendships I relied heavily on everything you know within our friendship and I don't think that I really allowed some of my friends to have that space to where you know it could be reciprocated to where I'm allowing them to to have that vulnerability and transparency sometimes um I can recall where it has been one-sided on my end, where I was pretty much like the taker, excuse me, and didn't really provide much of a space for some of my friends. But, you know, when you know better, you do better. And knowing, you know, a lot lot of relationships are based around vulnerability, transparency, having that level of comfort, you know, being able to set those firm boundaries and not being afraid to set those boundaries and not being judged or shamed because you're, you're setting those boundaries. I do know for me, it was hard for me to accept the boundaries that people would place on me because I wasn't used to it. I was used to overstepping. I was pretty much used to overstepping. But when you have someone who is very secure within themselves and know what it is that they want out of a friendship and they see that within you, then they're going to make sure that they establish those boundaries with you. So that way you guys can have a meaningful friendship. And, you know, having these solid friend circles are, they're really important. And these relationships, they can definitely range from who, with you know, from who you're close with. And um, I was able to come across the fact that, you know, you can have your inner, your middle and outer circles. 
when it comes to your friendship. So it doesn't just necessarily have to focus specifically on the inner circle that you have. Like, you know, the you can have people that you're friends with at work. And then even outside of that, you know, you know, friends, some you may have some family members that you're really good friends with as well. So like with your inner circle, it's very small. It's very influential. You guys are very close and you understand one another and you develop that trustworthy relationship with each other. And, you know, that's like your tribe, your soul circle. You know, like I mentioned before, those are people whom, you know, you can have deep intellectual ratchet ass conversations and experience and memories with and you won't be judged. Pretty much for me, I feel like that kind of circle that you have is based on the fact that you've had you know, your spiritual awakening and you're able to now surround yourself with like-minded individuals that want the exact same thing that you want. And not to say that you didn't have that from past relationships or past friendships, but I feel like those spiritual connections, it's just, it's something completely different. You all have a common goal in mind. And while there is no trauma bonding, because you realize, you realize what that is, you know that these relationships are built on true, solid foundations where you're not judged, you're not shamed, you're not guilty. You have people that fully understand you for who you are and vice versa. Then you move to your middle circle where, you know, they're pretty good friends. You guys share similar interests, um, but there's a different emotional investment with that. You don't really share too many personal things with this particular set, so to say. You are very limited on what you do disclose, but you disclose enough so that they can get to know you enough to where you're able to form a pretty decent bond with them. And that could be a coworker, you know, that can be even a mutual friend. You know, I know for me, I've had some mutual friends and I realized how I've tried to force myself on them and being and being like a much closer friend, but I had to realize my place. And I think a lot of times we do forget our place when it comes to friendships. Um recognizing cues on how people are allowing us in and what they're disclosing with us. So being mindful of that also when it comes to having that middle circle and then you get to your outer circle. These are the people you have a relationship with, but it's not that deep. Um, Like I mentioned before, like it can be work associates, but you're selective on what you disclosed. Um, And even when it comes to like social media, you're very, 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 very clear on the fact that you will not share your social media with them. And it's not that you don't trust them, but you never know how some people are and what people will end up holding against you. And I always find that it's best that you do keep those work and personal relationships to a minimum unless you find, and I've, I've met people that I've worked with that we're the best of friends now, but then it always hasn't been that way either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a matter of understanding where to put, not so much where to put them. People are going, I guess, to eventually weed themselves out in terms of where they're placed in your life or if they should be part of your life, depending on the purpose, if that makes any sense to you guys. But I um, I know that I've been able to decipher the types of people that I want around me, just as I'm sure, you know, people have definitely done that with me. Like, you know, I may not be in someone else's inner circle. I may be in either their middle, hell shit, even their outer circle. And I'm okay with that because I know that I'm not for everyone just as everyone isn't for me. So it's just a matter of everyone knowing whom you want in your life 
and where they can be played and what benefit you guys are going to have from the relationship that you build with one another. If you start to realize that you're giving a little bit more in your friendship, I feel like within your inner circle, you should be able to have that conversation with that person and there not be any issues. With your middle and outer person, setting those boundaries is very, very important because there is certain things that you are going to be disclosing or that you choose not to disclose. So it's just a matter of understanding those boundaries that you you choose to set, you know? But I do want to ask you guys a question though. Um, ask yourself if these things, ask yourself these things in thinking about your, your friend circle. What are two things that you should or would talk about only with your inner circle? And why would you talk about them? Those specific things. I know that I can really talk about some deep, heavy, heavy shit with, you know, a couple people within my my inner circle, ones that I do have regular conversations with. And for me, it's comforting to know that what we discuss will not go any further. And I know that I've shared some very heavy stuff with these people to where I know that it won't be thrown back in my face. It won't be used against me. Whereas if I were to have these types of conversations with a family member whom I may not be that close with, one, I know how intrusive they may become. And I also know that there's a possibility that whatever I do say, that it could be spread amongst the entire family. But of course, that's where those boundaries come in. That's where you have to be able to, to set that boundary with people if you decide to share some very heavy and personal things. I know that I can also talk about things when it comes to spirituality with my inner circle because they understand, they relate. We're all going through some type of healing and we're on a healing journey. So I know that with them, I can have these types of conversations and that we'll be able to relate and understand one another. And hell, a lot of the times when we do have these conversations, especially when it comes to Ebony, I know that she and I, we be on some real deep spiritual shit and we're able to piggyback and jump and popcorn things off of each other. And we come to some deep ass revelations <laughs> and it helps a lot when you're able to have that conversation with someone, especially who's on that same spiritual, spiritual wavelength as you. Um, are there some things you share with your middle or outer circle friends that you regret it later on? You got damn right. You damn right. I am an oversharer by nature and it has come back to bite me in the butt. I've even walked away from a conversation sometimes and I'm like, shit, why did I (laughs) have that conversation? Because I knew there was a possibility that my information was going to be spread. It was going to be spread amongst the, the collective and... One thing that has always stayed near and dear to me, something that my mom has told me, she told me that if it's something that you don't want anyone to know, don't tell the people that you work with. And those are all facts. But I do also feel like that same statement can go with anyone whom you haven't really formed a solid relationship with like it's just surface 
It's just completely surface. So you know that you're not going to go and you're not going to start talking about shit that you and your your partner are going through, like some really heavy emotional type shit. You're not just going to start talking about that with with your coworker that you started working with less than a month ago. Why would you have that conversation? You don't know that person. They don't know you. And then who's to say that they're even in a place to receive that information? Because you don't know what, sh- what kind of shit that they're going through either. So it's just a matter of deciphering who and what you can say to, to some people. I do know that um, I have been affected by that. It's a lesson learned. And I just know that everything that you say or everything that comes up or everything that you feel doesn't need to be shared with everybody. It does not need to be shared with anybody. It has it it has caused problems or it did cause a problem. And for me, because I don't like confrontation, I don't like conflict, but I'm TTG. I know that depending on how the person receives it, the conversation can either go left or right. And because I wasn't really familiar with setting boundaries or strong at setting some boundaries, there have been conversations to where, you know, the other person did take offense and the conversation went completely left. And then there we are, you know, having this major disagreement. But even within that conversation, the point was still made. And I said what I said. But it's a lesson learned. A lesson learned that I don't have to share everything with everyone because it's nobody's business. Just as I'm learning to mind my business, I am learning to keep the business that pays me to myself because it doesn't pay anyone else to know it. The only self-gratification that they get is knowing this information and depending upon what type of person they are, if they decide to share this with anyone else for their benefit. Is there a person in your outer circle you'd like to have a closer friendship with? It's also something else to, you know, possibly consider when you are developing your, you know, your friend circles. Because that's happened. You know, I've had, um, take a hydration moment, if you will. I have had some people, excuse me, I've had some people that I've worked with that, you know, like I said earlier, we've become the best, the best of friends. And they're part of my soul tribe. Then I've had people, you know, that were in my outer circle where, you know, we would hang out every now and then. Um, I do feel at some point, if you have roommates, your roommates can become part of your inner and your middle circle. But then if you have, um, if you don't really have that strong of a relationship with them, then, you know, they'll be part of your outer circle. However, that can grow into them becoming, you know, maybe in the middle circle. So it really, it all depends. I think it's all up to your own discernment and just be, you know, feeling people out sometimes because you, you don't always want to bring people in not knowing what their true intentions are, because some people are probably just along for the ride. And then you have some people that are meant to actually be placed. They've been strategically placed in your life for a reason. And, um, I know that I, like looking back on my friendships that I've had, you know, some current, some that, you know, we no longer speak. I I pray that I haven't done anything to someone to where I've hurt them to where they don't want to be my friend anymore. But if that is the case, and I sincerely and wholeheartedly apologize and I take accountability 
for my actions that played into the demise of our friendship. I do. But for those friendships who I have been able to maintain and continue to build and grow, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you've remained in my life and that you are a constant in my life and that you bring me peace. You bring me laughter. You bring me clarity. You call me out and I'm grateful. I appreciate it to no end. And even what I've learned from past friendships, what I've grown, what I've learned, um, because you do grow, you do learn. You learn a lot from the people who've been placed in your life. And, you know, I have people now that are grieving past friendships because, you know, things went left. And, you know, sometimes people just reveal themselves and they show you who they truly are. No love lost, but we just know that, you know, maybe they're not meant to continue down this road with us. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Totally okay. But um, it is important to know that, you know, it's so important that you know who to go to within your friend circles. Knowing that discernment is always key, but I think we know, we know enough to know who deserves what information and who doesn't. We know enough to know who is deserving to be in our lives and who isn't. We know enough to know that if we're not being a good friend, that we, I think we're, we're well within our right minds at this point, that we know if we're not being a good friend to someone that we should just go ahead and remove ourselves. And just as we start to understand and see that someone may not be a good fit for us in our friend circle, that it's okay to remove them. Or if they remove themselves, it is entirely okay. And it's nothing that we should beat ourselves up about, but just go along with the flow and surrender to whatever comes up with us. That's definitely something I had to learn over time. I really did because I because I did value friendships. Um, it was hurtful when, you know, certain friendships came to an end. And I may not have realized it at the time that I may have been a part of the friendship ending. But now that I have become more aware and understanding, you know, having that self-awareness, it's, it's helped me on how I plan to move forward within my friendships and being intentional. And I hope that within this episode that you've been able to understand that and and realize that for yourself, you know, taking a full inventory of your friendships, the people that you have around you. Take personal inventory of that because you don't want to keep people around you that are not meant to be in your life for the long haul. We gain a lot of knowledge from people in our lives and it's up to us on how we plan to insert that knowledge that can help us along the way. So if you were able to get something from that, I pray that you were. And I pray that you utilize whatever you were able to take away from any of my episodes with this podcast because it is meant for you to understand and discern what's meant for you and what's not. And this was a very short episode and I'm not mad at it. And I'm pretty sure you are not either. And with that being said, we are going to catch you on the next episode. All right. Happy harvesting. Hey, harvesters, follow me on Instagram at the harvest group four, where you can learn about this episode and more. Also shoot me a message if you have any questions about the podcast or just want to say hi. While you're there, follow my personal page so you can learn more about tea and all of the other things I get into. Let's plant some seeds in our healing garden. 
Happy harvesting.